Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Money Wise Radio Show brought to you by USA Wealth Group and presenting our protector, Ray Lance, the money guy. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good Sunday morning, Phil. Good morning. Such a pleasure to be here. It always is wonderful to see your smiling face. I've even gotten used to your mustache. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> no, I just said I've gotten used, used to it. Used to it. <laughs> Difference between liking it and uh, getting used to it. I've never been much for face hair, except at one point in my life, I actually grew a mustache myself. Did you? And I had it for probably five or six months, and I get tired of it. <laughs> it's when my children were younger. Yeah. Uh, they were probably, I don't know, six and nine years old or something sure. like that. And so one day, just before dinner time, I actually shaved off one half of my mustache. And I sat through the entire dinner, and nobody noticed that I only had one half of a mustache. Doesn't that make you feel great? <laughs> it makes you realize that people just really aren't paying attention most of the time. <laughs> Is that funny or what? Wow. So, uh, I almost went to work like that, but I said, no, I can't, I can't go that far. <laughs> But uh, mustaches and I don't get along. And, uh, but we're going to talk today about some interesting things, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we call our show Money Wise, as you know, because we would like to help educate people about some things that can either protect your family or protect your money. That's our main mission mm -hmm. at USA Wealth Group. And today we're going to be asking the question and answering the question, what do you do if you need to have a job but you can't find a job. Have you ever considered setting up your own business? Oh, nice. So we're going to be talking about some ideas for setting up your own business, uh, possibly a franchise, possibly purchasing an existing business. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of information. So we're going to get started. And, um, of course, I have a few things that I'd like to share with you this morning, Phil. Sure. And the first is a quotation from... A gentleman named George L. Brown, life is too short to be unhappy in business. So, for example, maybe you are in business already or maybe you have a job already that you're not really crazy about. Right. And maybe you've had a secret desire for years to be in business for yourself. And it's not easy. You tend to work more hours when you have your own business. Right. But um, – if you can build a business up big enough, it's respectable. That was Will Rogers who said that. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we've seen a lot of large businesses recently that aren't necessarily respectable. That is true. That happens as mm -hmm. well. They, they lose their moral compass, I think, a lot. Yep. And uh, my dear friend Will Rogers also said, you never get a second chance to make a first good impression. No, you don't. So be sure you are accurate the first time around. Right. And I have to say a couple of things about our friends, the Greeks. The Greeks? It's uh, to the Greeks and not to the Romans that we owe what is original and, uh, and true and just uh, in terms of design and so many other things in life. But I'd like to give you a couple of quotations uh, from the Greeks and see if you can figure out who this might be. Mm -hmm. This one says, hope is the dream of a waking man. Once again? Hope is the dream of a waking man. Kind of sounds like Aristotle. Definitely Aristotle. Is Aristotle it? was a great uh, thinker. Italian thinking, yeah. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, so it does sound like him, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, in fact, he was one of the first to think of a, a one God. So he was truly a, a high thinker. Yes, he was. But, you know, the Greeks also had a sense of humor, and I think we've discovered that over the years uh, talking with each other. Yes. And uh, this is from somebody I'm going to actually give you the name for because you won't ever guess the name of Heraclitus. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear of Heraclitus? Yes, Heraclitus. Well, he was a philosopher of the Greek persuasion also, and he said, the chain of wedlock is so heavy that it takes two to carry it, and sometimes three. No. <laughs> now, there must be a deep hidden meaning in there yeah, right. somewhere. <laughs> the chain of wedlock is so heavy that it takes two to carry it. Sometimes, sometimes three. <laughs> Sounds like the Greeks were fooling around even back then. <laughs> but we won't go there, will we? Let's talk about how to start your own business. What if you want to be an entrepreneur uh, what if you can't find a job and yeah. you thought, well, what am I going to do? Or you've been laid off from a job. You know, it's never too late to start a business. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, enthusiasm by people for doing this. And sometimes you can do very, very well with it. Sure. We also have many, many resources in this area, in this community that you can go to if you want more information including the Small Business Administration, the SBA, the Veterans Center. Uh, We have in Taunton uh, the uh, SERPED organization, Southeastern Economic Development Corporation. That's actually SEED, S-E-E-D. And they're on Dean Street in Taunton. We've worked with them many, many times. But um, Economic development here in uh, New Bedford? Economic development in New Bedford, Mm -hmm. absolutely. There are so many ways you can go, and we're happy to be a resource if somebody wants to contact us and say, well, what are the local agencies I might want to go speak to? Uh, give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we'll be happy to give you all the information that we have assembled that would be useful to you in learning how to set up your business. Over the years, I've had an opportunity, Phil, to uh, help people set up businesses a uh, number of different interesting kinds, some restaurants. Um, one was a gentleman who had a potato peeling business. Really? And all he did was take in big bags of potatoes. Um, I think he had one assistant, and they put them into machines, which automatically peeled them and then washed them, and then mm-hmm. they packed them in five-gallon cans. And then they were sold to restaurants as potatoes that are already peeled and fresh and ready to go. Of course. I've seen them many a time. Yeah, Restaurants don't have time to no. peel potatoes. But this gentleman made a very good living, uh, very close to $100,000 a year, Wonderful. just peeling potatoes. Wow. You wouldn't want to do that by hand, obviously. No. <laughs> uh, that would take a long time. And the potato would be very expensive. Yes, it would. Uh, it would, it would indeed. Uh, but there are many opportunities to run businesses Probably one of the more interesting experiences I had uh, many years ago is I helped incorporate and set up a business that was a gay bar Mm -hmm. in New Bedford. And I was invited to go for opening night, and um, I actually had a very good time. I I wore a white suit and a flowered shirt, and I was the star attraction that night. (laughs) And my my dear friends, who were gay, obviously— uh, they just had great fun parading me around. <laughs> but it was a really interesting uh, situation. 
So we'll talk a little bit more about yeah. some of the other local businesses that sure. I've been involved in. How, how did you start your own business, and how long ago? Well, it's very interesting. Um, gosh, I guess back in 1970, um, I worked uh, locally for a firm for one year. And although I learned a huge amount and I had mentors in the firm that I very much respected. Right. Uh, people like Bryant Prescott and Davis Howes, for oh, example. Absolutely. Oliver Prescott yeah. was there at the time. I I really had some very dear friends that I learned a great deal from. Mm -hmm. But at the end of a year, I wasn't entirely satisfied with what I was doing. So I gave my notice. And then uh, my wife and I sold everything we had. And we went to Europe for three months and traveled Europe for three months. <laughs> <laughs> And I uh, actually went to Greece at that time. That was my first trip to Greece. How beautiful. And um, that's probably when I started to learn about Greek philosophy. And I said, what do I really want to do? Mm -hmm. So long story short, when we came back, when the funds ran out, we could no longer travel. <laughs> we came back and started all over again. And uh, Tenney, attorney Tenney Lance, uh, took a traditional job at the time. And I started my own firm, started mm -hmm. my own business. And I had one employee, and um, that's how I began. And look where it's grown. And over the years, the business has grown and expanded, and we have quite a few people now in different operations, everything from uh, our son Peter, who's working in Lance Family Agency, and mm -hmm. he's doing Horace Mann exclusive agency work. He's the um, exclusive agent for Westport, Dartmouth, Fall River, and New Bedford. Uh, does a lot of work with car insurance, homeowners insurance, as well as traditional life insurance products. And I'll be happy to put you in touch with him if you need any assistance in those areas. Sounds great. Tenney uh, runs the law firm with attorney Michael Coleman. And I run the financial services company, USA Wealth Group. And altogether, we have about 14 employees now in the combined operations. Congratulations. So we can continue to expand and yeah. grow and look at other areas that are of interest and it's fun you tend to work more when you work for yourself of course but um, you can also do things like let's close the office during the summer at one o'clock on fridays so everybody can have a nice long two and a half day weekend right and you can do things like that that you can't do in traditional employment so let's talk about what do you do if you want to start your own business okay First resource I want to mention to you is uh, the SBA. Mm -hmm. And it's real simple. If you use a computer, and hopefully you do, go into sba.gov. There is so much material there that uh, you could spend several days and never read all the information. For example, their main website has uh, 10 steps to starting a business, uh, information on how to write a business plan, how to get business training and assistance, what about choosing a location for your business? And location can be very, very important. How to finance your business. What you should have for the legal structure of your business. How to register a business name, whether it's money-wise or whatever it happens to be. How to get a tax ID number. How to apply for local permits. Um, you can't do certain kinds of businesses in your home, for example. Some things you can, but... You can't start running a retail business out of your home if you're in a residential zone. Mm -hmm. uh, some of those things are obvious. But just a huge amount of information that's available. 
One of the first things you need to do is to decide what kind of business do you want to have? Do you want to run a restaurant? Do you want to sell something at retail? Do you want to do a franchise and have a business already business structure already created for you? So having a business plan is very important. And although there are very lengthy guidelines under just the SBA website alone, I'm also going to mention to you that you can go into Office Max or you can go into Staples and you can get software on biz plan or creating a business plan. And particularly if you're going to be looking for funding or financing, you want to look professional. Right. And for 35 or $45 probably, you can buy this software and it'll say, you know, and to give me two sentences describing what your business is. And then it'll go into everything from numbers to staffing to location. There are many, many things that need to go into a business plan. But what it shows a potential lender is that you've given this some thought. Mm-hmm. You're not just going into them and saying, I'd like to start up a laundromat. And by the way, I did help uh, people set up in a laundromat in the West End at one point in time also. interesting. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to set up a laundromat, you might want to think about being out near UMass Dartmouth possibly. In fact, I think there's one there now, if I'm not mistaken. The equipment manufacturers that you're going to buy your washing machines from and your dryers from will actually provide the financing. They want to sell the machinery. So if you've got a good location and a business plan, they'll actually put a lot of the equipment in place for you, and then you pay them out over time. That's a great idea. So the, 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 the problem is, though, do they ever wash the? No, of course the kids do. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they do, yes. Um, but they bring it home at Thanksgiving, don't they? Uh, probably they do some of that, too. And I suspect today that you'll find a lot of uh, washing machines within the dorms as well. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I haven't been there for a long time. When I went to school many years ago, I used the, the mom approach. The mom. Bring it home to mom. <laughs> yeah, although I lived on campus for a short while, yeah. it was easy enough to just bring it home at the weekend. Sure. It's laundry time again. <laughs> but that's just one example. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but that business plan very is important. very important, right? Yep. So you can find information on the sba.gov website on uh, six easy steps to a simple, practical business plan. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be really lengthy. It can be a, a bare-bones plan. And how do you get money for your business? Ah. Well, the SBA is a resource, but they're not a direct lender mm-hmm. for business loans. Um, What they'll do is they'll provide programs, but usually they don't provide grants, for example, for starting or expanding a business. Uh, But there are many other agencies that do. And even on the SBA.gov website, you can find information about uh, click here and it'll refer you to other government agencies that do provide grants and loans. Um, You know, the Agricultural Department, uh, Department of Commerce and so forth. Uh, There are a lot of resources available for veterans. So if you're listening today and you happen to be a veteran and you're having trouble finding a job, why don't you think about starting your own business? And a great place to start is just spend some time on Mm sba.gov. And we'd also be very happy to talk to you. Make a call to our office, 508-998-8858. I've done that many, many times over the years with people talking about I'm thinking of starting a business. What do you think of this? 
And then I'll say, have you considered this and this and this and this to get started? And you have the wisdom to uh, give them great guidance. My question is, should you use your own money, your own, let's say, $50,000 that you've been saving, Ray? Should that be used for the business or should you use the SBA's money? Well, the short answer is that you're always better off to use other resources first and your own money second. It's also sort of an example that people use a lot of try not to use your house as collateral for a loan unless it's absolutely necessary to do that. Um, So use other people's monies as much as possible. Today, you've got regular banking sources for money, mm-hmm. but you've also got something called crowdfunding sites. Have you heard of crowdfunding before? No, I haven't. Okay, look up crowdfunding um, and Google that on the internet, and you'll find out that um, there are people out there, private lenders, who mm-hmm. are willing to loan money and participate in your business, either as a partial owner or just as a lender. Oh, yes. And you can find out those sources by going into crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. It's become very popular, so much so that uh, there are now crowdfunding sites specifically to bring together borrowers and lenders in one location. Is um, it any different than capital uh, investors? Like venture capital or something? Yes, yes. It's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Crowdfunding tends to be more for people who are really in the startup phase of things. Mm -hmm. Um, Although it can be larger amounts for businesses that already have a bit of a history. Mm-hmm. But typically when you're talking venture capital, you're talking a business that already has a product, a history, a track record, some sales, maybe some patents, some really good ideas, mm-hmm. and they're looking to really go to the next big level. Right. And that's usually when venture capitalists get involved. Yeah, they have TV shows about that now. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, Shark Tank is one of them. I've seen that several times. You like times. that? It's interesting. Um, it's hard to tell whether any of it's really rehearsed ahead of time. <laughs> of course. I you know, know it. Exactly. But it seems like some of it's rehearsed. But it, it's kind of interesting. It's fun. Yeah. And yeah. some of the people, you know, they pin their hopes and dreams that I have this one great idea for one back cushion for my chair. <laughs> and I'm going to sell 10 million of these across the country and we're yeah. going to make a fortune. Right, right. Well, how many have you sold so far? We sold no. 300. Oh. <laughs> and um, so, but yeah. yeah, there's some interesting programs out there to watch. Yeah. Most of the jobs created in this country are created not from corporations. They're created from small business. And you could be a job creator as well as creating a job for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, in that regard, if you do set, set up your own business, um, you need to make sure you have a proper legal structure in place. You don't necessarily have to incorporate right away. If you're going to be doing something that has liability to it, absolutely you want to get incorporated. Go see your lawyer mm-hmm. and uh, make sure you have a corporation set up or an LLC, a limited liability company. Right. But at a minimum, you'd need to have a doing business certificate. Right. Before we go to a break, would you sure. suggest if somebody listening wanted to open up their own business – Perhaps work at a similar business for six months and get a feel for it? They can do that, assuming they could get a job. Um, Maybe somebody has uh, money and they want to get into a franchise business, which I'll talk about in a couple of minutes, or they've got family members. There's still many, many franchises that are just not in our community here. 
Right. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. It doesn't cost a huge amount of money to get into certain kinds of franchises. If you want to set up a McDonald's franchise, for example, you're looking at probably a half a million dollar entry fee and another million dollars to build a building. You're talking big dollars, but Mm -hmm. many other things you can do at much less money. Um, are we due for a break soon? Well, we are in about two minutes. Okay. Just enough time to tell our listeners, first of all, thank you so much for tuning in every Sunday from 8 to 9 o'clock. You've made this the number one listened-to show, and we thank you so very much. And also, Ray, you might want to remind our listeners of the great services at USA Wealth Group. Well, thanks, Phil. I appreciate that. Uh, USA Wealth Group is located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Uh, just across the street practically from the law school and just before you get to Vanity Fair. You can reach me or my staff at 508-998-8858. And our main mission is to help you protect your family, number one, and help you protect your money and your resources, number two. What we're going to be doing in a following week, uh, possibly as early as next week, is what if you already have an existing business Mm -hmm. but you want to sell and you want to get out? You want to have a retirement plan, for example. Yes. And are you set up so that when you're ready to sell, your business is ready to be sold? Mm -hmm. So today we're focused on the topic of setting up your own business. I've got many, many more things to talk to you about on that Mm -hmm. subject, um, which is why I'm talking a little faster than I normally talk to. (laughs) But um, we'll be right back after a break, and we'll continue on how to set up your own business. Welcome back to USA Wealth Group's Money Wise Radio Show with the Money Guys, our protector, Ray Lance. And the first half, we're learning how to open up a business or lots of good advice heading in that direction, Ray. You've been in business. I've been in business. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. It, so is, it is a wonder. It just does fulfill the American dream. Yep, it does. And it still very much is the American dream to own your own home, to set up your own business. You know, there are many businesses you can operate out of your own house. There are many businesses you can operate from just from a computer. Um, Or you can do a traditional business that requires renting or owning a location, whether it's a retail business or a restaurant or a bar or whatever it happens to be. And um, again, I just want to commend you to the source of the SBA.gov. I'm not even going to take time to go into all the resources that are available. Uh, The SBA does offer loans to small businesses, but they're not really for startup businesses. They're for businesses that have a history and have an operation. They have microloan programs um, for really uh, small kinds of businesses. And I'm not an expert on that, but I can direct you to the people that do that. The SBA also has a program called SBIC, Small Business Investment Corporation. And what that is, real simply, um, you or I could set up such a business, Phil. If you wanted to to assemble, say, $1 million of capital, the SBA will match that money by three and sometimes four to one, and they'll put up an equivalent amount of money. So if you had a million dollars, they're going to put up two or three million dollars more. You now have a pool of money, and you become a small business investment corporation where you're really a lender and investor in other people's businesses. 
Interesting. And you can do a traditional loan arrangement, or you can also participate in a partial ownership of that business. So you can be like a small venture capitalist. Right. There are some in Boston. I'm not sure that there are any operating out of um, our particular area here. Um, and if you are in the minority business, I've always thought this is something to be very useful for uh, the uh, Mashpee Wampanoags, for example, to get involved in. Being a minority, um, you get a higher ratio of monies that you can get from the SBA to be a lender. So you can multiply the value of your capital. Um, some small businesses can actually qualify for research grants. That's a little bit different. Uh, they have to meet certain federal guidelines, but there are grant programs through the Department of Agriculture, Health and Human Services, Transportation, Department of Defense, Environmental Protection, Department of Education, Department of Energy. There are so many, many places of that nature, government agencies, and the SBA becomes a clearinghouse to direct you to those resources. So don't be um, concerned if you don't know a lot about it, and I'm happy to share any of this information with anyone who is interested. Give me a call, 508-998-8858. Perhaps one of the more interesting, and I've talked to several veterans about this, if you are a veteran with a service-connected, service-related disability, um, there are special programs to set up small businesses for service-disabled, veteran-owned businesses. And that's actually the highest priority of minority set-asides we have in the country. It's higher than Hispanic. It's higher than uh, African-American. Uh, so if you are a service-disabled veteran and go through the process to get qualified as such, you have an opportunity to do government contracting, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether it's cleaning products or building products, you could sell and bid. And I've talked to a couple of people about doing that, one of whom is interested. Women and minorities have other special programs they can uh, qualify for. So if you're female, if you're a minority, or if you're a service-disabled veteran, mm -hmm. uh, there are extra special programs that you can apply for. Mostly you need to decide what kind of business do you want to be in and how are you going to get organized. And there's nothing wrong with going out and looking at a lot of different kinds of businesses. And I'd like to describe some of them to you today because you want to make sure that if you're going to be in a business, your business is going to stand out. You need to have a 30-second elevator speech. Um, so when somebody says, what do you do? You can simply say, well, I'm in the business of helping people protect their families and protect their assets. I like that. Mm -hmm. and that's my elevator pitch, if you will. It's perfect. That's what we do. Yep. I can show you articles and information on how to start a business with only $100 in the bank. A hundred? hundred dollars. Hmm. It doesn't necessarily cost a lot of money to get into a business. Um, do you like to write? I do. do. Do you have writing skills? If you have writing skills, uh, you could read one simple book on blogging for dummies, for example, <laughs> and you could be a blog writer. Mm -hmm. And they typically get paid $35 to $50 an hour get out. for writing a blog. How much? $35 to $50 <laughs> per wow. hour to be a blog writer. That's awesome. And a blog is simply nothing more than a a two-page story about a particular topic that relates to somebody's business. That's right. 
And the magic to writing blogs is that you have to understand how to use certain key phrases and keywords so that when somebody does an internet search for an article on how to become a radio announcer, uh, the caption might be, radio announcers are the new spokespeople for the 2010 you know, era. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those key phrases will get picked up. So if you have writing yes. skills, there are many things you can do, and you can do these from home. Um, I can show you articles on how to start a business in 10 days. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't take a lot of effort. Number one is always, what do you want to do? Have a business plan of some kind. Mm -hmm. Number two is, have you looked at the market at all? Have you studied the market to see are there other similar businesses just around the corner? Uh, And sometimes that's okay. Take a look on, um, well, in our community, think of, uh, CVS pharmacy, and then right next door you might see a competing pharmacy. And sometimes they'll be on opposite corners. And you can go almost anywhere around the country and you'll look at an intersection <clears throat> excuse me, and you'll see two pharmacies looking at each other from across the street. Sure. They don't mind being in the same market because oh. people are going to shop at both. Actually, it's very good thinking to have two or three fast food restaurants on opposite corners or two pharmacies because it brings the traffic there. I'd like to mention some of the kinds of businesses. Let's talk about home-based businesses for a mm, minute. Yeah. What are some of the things that you could do from home? Well, believe it or not, you could be an old-fashioned telephone answering person from home. Um, you could be in the candle-making business. You could be, like I said, as I mentioned, a blog writer. Um, you could sell vitamins. I had a woman who stopped in my office a couple of days ago, and she wanted to simply come in and say hello because she hadn't seen us for a while, and she wanted to say what wonderful people we were and what great things we had done to help her family. Isn't that super? And I said, well, thank you for coming in. That's very nice. And I said, and, and um, what are you doing these days? Well, she's uh, selling vitamins and health products. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I hadn't heard of that company before. So she said, well, I have a brochure in my car. And she went and she got me a brochure and some information. And so she's in a business that's selling health products. Sure. And she doesn't require an office to do that. You can be doing design. If you have any background in web design, that's a very popular thing today. Yes, it is. Uh, as I, and I want to keep coming back to the blog writing because that one has always just really intrigued yeah. me. Yeah. Um, you can do sewing and stitching. I know there's a company in the Cushionet that does very detailed work on uh, embroidery or putting people's names or Marine Corps logos on shirts and things like that. It's all done right out of the home. So there are many, many things that one can do right from your home. Um, I've got articles on that. If you use the web at all, the Internet, go into Pinterest, P-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T. Okay. What is it's that? where you can put up pictures of what you do. It's all very visually based. Okay. And then brief descriptions about what the product is. But go into Pinterest and put in home-based businesses. And you're going to come up with a ton of ideas mm-hmm. of things that you can do. I have an interesting article I came across. 20 cheap businesses you can start in your spare time. And uh, there are just so many things. Lawn care business. Oh, Absolutely. Landscapers make a lot of money. They certainly do. You have to start small. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gourmet foods. 
I can tell you some very successful businesses that have begun out of, out of a house or a very small operation and are now really very, very large. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to remember the name of this one. There's one up in York, Maine. It's right off the interstate, and my wife loves to shop there. And they sell uh, fancy jellies and jams and dips and little food products. Mm-hmm. The place is huge. You go there on a weekend, there'll be 150 cars in their parking lot. And now they ship everywhere. Amazing. They ship all over the world. Sure. Babysitting services, cleaning services. Um, there's always room for cleaning services. Catering, errands, handyman. You can't find a normal handyman person today. It's really hard. It is. You can get into a franchise for handyman services. And there's always a need for doing things. I'm uh, doing some things right now that I probably shouldn't be taking my time to do. I'm help, I'm rebuilding a utility trailer, and maybe it's therapeutic as well. But I just said, boy, with the amount of time that I put into this, I should have taken the old trailer to the dump and just bought a new one. <laughs> but there's, there's far some therapy involved in it. <laughs> there's therapy, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk for a moment about franchises. Yeah. You know, franchising is really an interesting way to get into a business where you don't have to think about what's the business model, the brand, the identity, the advertising, because it's all done for you. Uh, you pay the entry fee. Uh, here's one called Ladybug Eco-Friendly Pest Control. Well... Some people have young kids, and they don't want to have chemicals put on their lawn. Mm -hmm. So you can have pest control, eco-friendly. That requires $100,000 to get started, but I assume they provide you with all the equipment and everything else. Young Rembrandts, um, how to teach drawing and educational things to young children. Uh There's a franchise for almost anything you can think of. Surely, yeah. Uh, There's one called... Maui Wawi Hawaiian Coffees and Smoothies. That's a $50,000 investment. Pillar to post home inspectors. Every time you buy and sell a property, the house gets inspected. That's $25,000 to get started in that business. I do know that Massachusetts requires licensing, and you have to know what you're doing. Oh, yes. So you'd have to investigate that. Mm -hmm. Um, Zoop, Fresh Soup Company. Um, (laughs) Zoop. (laughs) Zbart International. That's I know they make mufflers and products like that. Mm-hmm. But there are so many franchises you can get into. Vending franchises, healthier for you vending. Uh, Twenty five thousand dollars required for admission to that. You become an independent owner of machines that offer innovative remote access technology, um, and uh, get into healthier foods. Discount party stores. We do have a party store here. Uh, tutor doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tutoring service for kids. I was talking to somebody a few days ago about their son and how they had special tutoring for him. Right. Well, he ended up going to Harvard mm-hmm. on an athletic scholarship. They didn't have a lot of money. It didn't cost him a nickel to go to Harvard. But along the way, as he was going through school, they got him tutoring for this and tutoring for that. So maybe you want to do a tutoring franchise. Great How many yeah. parents are out there who worry that their kids aren't learning sure. everything they should learn? Mm-hmm. And how many educators would be great at this business? Absolutely. And it might even be a part-time business. It might be that right. you could have a 
teacher who's looking for additional income. You bet. And they could get into the tutor doctor. We make house calls, it says. <laughs> I like that. That's their motto. <laughs> and so maybe you've got a teacher who could set up this kind of a franchise and be the organizer who hires four or five or six or ten other teachers. And, and you are the franchise owner who direct them. Now, listeners can come to your office and find out more about how to set things up, right? Yes. Everything from nutrition and weight loss to haircutting to marble slab creamery ice cream stores. Mm -hmm. uh, there's still a shortage of ice cream stores in the area, I think. <laughs> Probably always a shortage of ice cream stores. Sandwich shops. They had a place on the Cape for a while that I thought was really going to take off. and It was called uh, The Box Lunch. And they had four or five locations, and the food was great. Oh, wow. You could get a turkey sandwich with real cranberry put on top of it. Mm -hmm. But it never seemed to go anywhere. And I think there's always room for something like that in the community here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People like to have fast service. So don't overlook the possibility of a franchise where you have to pass the um, net worth test. You have to have some money to invest. But, boy, now you have your business plan totally laid out for you. You've got your... Uh, your systems, your processes, you've got brand recognition, and you put the money up and you're almost a turnkey situation. You know who, who does very well are folks who own those jumping uh, houses where the kids go in and they jump and... Oh, you have, mean the ones that go flying off in the air with a big stiff breeze? <laughs> have you seen the news reports on those? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just make sure you have an anchor That's in life. <laughs> I want to mention a couple of examples of um, some people in our community. These are free plugs that I'm providing. Uh, I've met recently um, with uh, people from Visiting Angels. Oh, great group. And Visiting Angels is America's Choice in Home Care. Mm -hmm. um, it's a franchise-type service, but they provide in-home care. Yes. I'm even going to give you their phone number. They're on 838 Rockdale Avenue in New Bedford, 774 425-3083 and uh, ask for Glenn if you need service. But that's a business that provides qualified people to go in and take care of disabled or elderly people, for right. example. The other company I want to mention, I've um, connected with them in the past, is the Neary Corporation, N-E-R-Y. And um, it's a family-owned business. There's a Kevin Neary, who's the president I've spoken with him before. And by the way, none of these people know that I'm talking about them unless they're <laughs> listening today. And uh, Laurie Neary is a uh, vice president also. They do uh, real estate brokerage, especially on commercial property. But more importantly, they help people buy businesses and sell businesses. And that's essentially their primary business, which is showing people how to uh, evaluate opportunities Interesting. If they're interested in selling, mm -hmm. um, I might even ask them to come on the radio and talk about what does somebody do if they want to sell their business. Sure. I think that would be a, a wonderful guest to have on. Yes. But um, Neary Corporation is located in our area. Uh, they specialize in sale, merger, acquisition, valuation, and consulting for companies typically with a value between a million dollars and $20 million. Mm -hmm. They're based in New Bedford, but they've got uh, clients in uh, really, I guess, all the New England states as well as uh, in uh, New York. Very nice. And I should find a phone number for them on my paperwork here, which I will. 
but uh, look up Neary Corporation if you're looking for something uh, with a bigger uh, business opportunity sure. or sale. And um, I'm not sure I can put my hands on their phone number right now, but just contact me and I'll be happy to give that information to you. So we've got great resources in the community. There's a lot of usable, helpful information on how to buy a business, how to buy a franchise, mm-hmm. how to get financing for a business. Um, if you're an existing business, there are many, many programs available. But it's all about how to start a business. And how to start a business, you have to have an idea, a desire, a dream, a plan. You need a business plan. You need to have a structure, an organization. And then you need to put together a team. I always like to tell people, don't be afraid to ask for help. People are usually grateful to offer advice and happy to do that. Um, have a mentor if you need to. Mm-hmm. Put together a small team like your own small board of directors so you can sit down with them and say, what do you think of this idea? Right. And test out one concept or another. Um, there are so many opportunities. America is the land of opportunity. Truly. And you can work for yourself from home, from a business location. And a lot of people are willing to give you a start. They're willing to help you with you know, free rent or reduced rent initially while you're getting started. Now, there was a place in New Bedford that was an incubator space. I was just going to mention that. Yep. The incubator, I, I have to confess, I'm not sure if it still exists. Um, but for a while, it was a business incubator with very inexpensive rent space, and the purpose was to help people get started. Mm-hmm. But our own economic development office in New Bedford is a terrific resource. Uh, Seed Corporation out of Taunton is a very important organization. You can get in touch with uh, Maria Gooch-Smith, and you can reach her at uh, 508-822-1020. And they service uh, Massachusetts and Rhode Island. And um, they'll tell you what program is available and also sometimes what businesses might be available. Some very simple resources. Go into Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Look up information on businesses for sale. That's right. And a lot of times, a seller of a business will be happy to take back financing and help you arrange for the purchase. Surely. So if you have a desire to work for yourself, if you have a desire to create something, often today it's going to be in technology. Um, I'll give you an example. A drone technology is fairly new. You've heard about the drones I have. They're going to be delivering pizza to my house later on. Well, I I have to tell you that watch out for what's going to happen in drones, but there has to be some kind of avoidance technology built into the drones. They almost caused a, they almost ran into a helicopter in New York City just a few days ago. There was a news story. Two people playing with drones. Oh, my gosh. And they almost ran into a police helicopter in New York. Wow. So, Mm -hmm. Clearly, people making drones, well, why not think of a business that's going to have some avoidance technology? So if they're near any flying aircraft, they're going to immediately drop drop to the ground or something. Yes. Get out of the way of a plane. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to have your own business, if you want to see what you can create, think about setting up your own business. We have such an amazing amount of material. If anything today that we've talked about sounds of interest, give me a call at 508-998-8858. 
I'll be happy to have you look through the whole pile of material that I've collected. Uh, you're welcome to have copies of any of it. Be willing to give you some preliminary advice on how you might start to start your own business and um, create a future for yourself and for your family. And um, most importantly, uh, keep listening. And if we can help you to protect your family and to protect your money, give us a call at USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858. And we'll be talking to you again next week, perhaps about how to sell your business. Mm -hmm. Until then, folks, it is a real pleasure. Ray, every week it is a, a personal delight to be with you. Thank you for what you do and for all the great service that you provide our community. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you. You've made this show number one, and we truly are very grateful to you. So until next Sunday, Ray and I saying thank you, and God bless. Have a great week. Enjoy your week.